episode four of the Live, Learn, Lead podcast. The introverted leader. How can introverts access their strengths to lead every day? Welcome to Live, Learn, Lead. Whether you are a new leader, aspiring to be one, or simply want to master leading your own life, this podcast is for you. Leadership starts from within, and we believe that the first step to leading in any walk of life is to lead yourself. Designed specifically to educate and motivate the leader within you, we have honest and inspiring stories of what success really looks like. Interviews with leadership experts from around the world, and personal insights from me, your host, Natalie Lockyer. Our mission is to make sure we all learn how to live our best lives and lead others so that they can do the same. So good morning. I'm here with um, Thomas Frederick from Singapore. He's an author of the Seven Day Action Plan for Effective Leadership for Introverts, a leadership playbook for quiet introverts. Um, He's a chief magazine editor, former HR practitioner, a research psychologist and a trained counselling therapist. So you've not done very much so far. (laughs) Um, There's a link to the book that I'm going to put in the comments here below and in the blurb for the podcast. He's an all round passionate leader. He really believes in letting you use your strengths to really form into a leadership role and we're here today to really talk about introverts in leadership because I think it's something we don't really talk about quite often. We think only extroverts do well in leadership and I really, really love the topic. So thank you for joining me today, Thomas. Thank you, Natalie. Great. So can you just give us a little quick snapshot of your career path and some of the things that have made big transitions for you? Obviously, there's a lot you're currently doing and you know, there's a lot more that you want to achieve in the next few years as well. Yeah, well, I have always wanted to make an impact in people's life. So I started my career um, in research in the mental health field and became a trained counseling therapist thereafter, and then a HR practitioner, and then the editor of an online magazine for my organization. So having gone this far with vast experience in my work, uh, I think at that time I was I was basically exploring um, myself, um, what what my strengths are, what I'm good at, you know. Because being an introvert myself, um, I, I I like to make all this uh, uh, exploration, self exploration, to to better myself. So I've worked with personal development trainer um, to coach a batch of sales executives and leaders. And this experience was great. It was rewarding. I mean, seeing people getting transformed to the next level in their business and lives, especially when introverts are present in the session, that was awesome. So you were working with the coach to help them develop? Yeah, that was like a few years ago when we partnered and we collaborated to uh, train bunch batches of uh, individuals uh, who are in the fields of even sales, uh, insurance, and uh, in, in the leadership position, in fact. So uh, it, was, it was great. I mean, the partnership, we, we, we see lives transformed. That was uh, superb, in fact. And how did you find out? Because I think sometimes um, we believe that people in sales maybe aren't as open to sort of the softer, fluffier things of personal development and leadership. And I think sometimes that's a misperception as well, because you're saying there's introverts in there. We always, I always think of like somebody who's selling as having to be quite extroverted and very resilient to rejection. So how did you find that? Well, I think um, one strength that introverts uh, have and, or possess is that the ability to listen. Um, 
And that was that is one strength which I think uh, that uh, I mean people in the sales um, department uh, need not have to be an extrovert because uh, it doesn't mean that you are loud. You get people listening to you. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it's 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 more about uh, how you are able to listen and empathize with your customers' pains and uh, to be able to you know resonate with their own pain. Um, that their pains and struggles, and that's how you uh, get them to to realize, oh, you know, this guy actually understands me and and the, the the struggles that I'm going through, and and this is how I feel more persuaded in a sense to listen more to this to this person, to this coach, or to the salesperson, for example. So yeah. I think that is that is one very important um, quality that a salesperson should have as well, uh, being able to listen, to empathize. It, to in, in that sense to step into their door and open the door of these clients yeah so really connect to them as a human being and develop that rapport and trust rather than see them as a target i like that, yeah. I like that a lot so superpower of um, introverts is listening already i like that so so far which career have you enjoyed the most and why is that well well, for me, I have to say having the opportunity to train and coach people to become a better version of themselves uh, is one that I enjoyed the most so far. Because <laughs> uh, for me, I think each career has their own perks and challenges. I believe that um, whatever it, whatever you're doing, um, most importantly, is to make the most out of it. Um, so for me, I enjoy uh, make, being, being the change catalyst in many people's lives. So that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And so I, I mean, I love that as well. I mean, I've just gone into this career and it's definitely not for, for money. It's definitely for fulfillment. And I love that moment where you get to see someone transform. And for me, it's the moment when they go away with it. They don't really need you anymore because they kind of, they've got this stage and probably need some more work later on. We all do, but they've got this stage and they're going off and sort of realizing their inner strengths as well. I, I love that moment. So yeah, it's kind of like a selfish gratification seeing somebody become empowered so I completely feel you with that one um so you know <laughs> tell me a little bit more about your book tell me what you've got planned for 2020 it seems you've got a lot on your plate already so what does the future look like for you well um for myself uh well about my book the seven day action plan to effective leadership for introverts is basically a day-to-day handbook for introverts who are facing challenges in sharpening their leadership skills. So this book actually helps introverts reflect on their shortcomings and develop ways to work on themselves. And the key principle here is to develop consistency because great leaders are constantly asking themselves what they can do differently all the time and every day. And that, that really sets them apart from average leaders. This book helps introverts to overcome their anxieties, uh, speaking out in uh, speaking up in social situations, uh, build credibility among their peers using their introvert potential, how to formulate, communicate your vision and mission to your staff, and also to learn how to read people like a book. So here I have integrated a set of personality types that leaders can look out for in the organization so they can gain insights on who they're working with and how to deal with them uh, individually. And not, but last but not least, how to create 
a supportive environment in your workplace so that everyone can be more engaged and communicate better. So this is a very crucial step because work culture is one factor that makes a person stay in a job or leave the job. So that's in summary, um, this book is useful for those who want to work on themselves daily and reflect, self-reflect on what can be done differently when leading a team or managing a project. So that's why half of this book, in fact, is filled with activity and worksheets aimed to help introverts zero in on things that they, they should do to um, improve themselves as well as the quality of their leadership. Um, as for your question on what I've got planned for 2020 and beyond, um, just for 2020 alone, um, I'm currently promoting my book on Amazon and uh, I will be continue uh, to, uh, I'll be continuing to promote my book on other platforms as well this year. Uh, in the midst of doing so, my, um, I'll be creating a podcast. I'm writing podcast episodes for leadership and we'll be creating a Facebook community. Um, in fact, I've created a Facebook community um, uh, for aspiring leaders and entrepreneurs to bounce ideas off one another. Um, and so that's not specifically targeted at introverts, it's just any leader or entrepreneur? Yeah, it's just uh, in general. Um, I believe in forming communities. It's called the Leadership Pod Facebook group, which I think is a great place for introverts to start networking habits. So I guess uh, it, it just got started. So there's, in fact, uh, uh, I welcome anyone who who would want to uh, go in and pop by and just say hi on the group, just okay. for a start. So, so what's it called again for everybody who wants to come find you? Yeah, it's called the Leadership Pod Facebook group. Okay, great. And we maybe we'll try and put a link in that as well in the in the description below. So if anybody wants to go find that leadership pop, um, Facebook group, I love that because one of my big things, I think for anything, whether you're going to go into leadership, whether you're just doing personal development, and I massively believe that leadership comes from within, you've got to lead yourself first. For me, it's community. And I think we forget it a lot of the time, but I think we so need that support around us. It really helps us. And if you're going to grow, it, it helps you grow exponentially. So I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah. So you've got that this year, um, still running, editing the magazine as well. Yeah, um, I'm still doing my uh, full-time um, career as an editor uh, and running this show at the same time, doing my podcast. So, yeah. So a lot of energy <laughs> outsources for you. How do you sort of manage the balance of that? Because there's so many people, I think, well, <laughs> look at it and go, oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. That's too much for me. <laughs> well, um, I, I, of course, I've, I've got to find time for it. Uh, of course, I'll be writing my episodes in the night. Um, uh, that's when I got time to, to do that. Uh, got to find some energy, of course, uh, to heal pretty quick. Uh, especially right now because um, I'm having quite a bit of a, a cough because uh, I think it's it's been a busy week for me um, mm -hmm. setting up this and setting up that so yeah so <laughs> a little bit of self-care every now and then to make sure you don't burn out <laughs> definitely, definitely and um, yeah and if you want to be a leader you've got to have the energy as well and that's very important yeah because I think 
another thing I've seen a lot and a lot of leaders is burning themselves out and feeling they have to do everything by themselves because they have to lead it um, and forgetting that if they don't have the energy, nobody else is going to be able to get it from them and you can't burn the candle at both ends. And then I've seen some like brilliant people just burn out massively and then not come back, not come back to yeah. even where they were before. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, um, it's true what you said. Uh, it's... It's a major mistake to do everything by yourself, in fact, unless you are on a startup, unless you are doing a startup or just starting out to, to, to work on a project, that's different. But if you have a team, I think that's, it's very important to, to, to you know, delegate the job and to get people together. I mean, that's what leadership is, getting people together and, and do the thing together. Yeah. Brilliant. So what would you say, if somebody's like looking at a book, what would you say? Obviously, there's a lot of stuff you put in there, but what are maybe three key take-homes from the book that you would want anybody to take from it besides you said, you know, like leading from within and developing yourself every day? Um, the key take-home for my book is to be consistently, uh, be consistently uh, doing, I, I mean, I mean, what's important is this book is not just a book itself. It is something that uh, requires a lot of practice because a lot of a lot of what's been um, emphasized in a book requires one to apply it consistently. And the key take-home message for that is to be disciplined to be always um, doing what you're supposed to do to be yourself to be authentic um, and you do not have to be somebody you are not because leadership is not a position that you simply take over and and say oh now I'm a leader I should do this 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 but in fact uh, you are who you are and you have your own style of leadership, and that's very important to 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 use that style to lead effectively. And, and I think that that is something that is very charismatic, in my opinion, um, because it's not just a it's not just the position you're holding. It's it's the charisma that you you radiate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think uh, most leaders, many leaders do not radiate that kind of charisma because they're simply managing people because mm. we don't manage people. We, we manage things. We lead people. We yeah. listen to them. We, we help them. We, we uh, influence them. But when we do things, we manage things. And, and that's why there's, there's a confusion between um, things that are managed and, you know, uh, and one being a leader itself. So two yeah. different things, management and leadership. So like really consistently just practicing self-development every day, practicing the habits you need every day and looking at being authentic because if you're not authentic, you can't lead with that, with that passion, with that inspiration. You have to kind of almost really accept who you are to then be able to lead authentically and allow other people to do the same, right? Yes, uh, because a lot of introverts, I mean, I myself, I am guilty, in fact, of, of telling myself, hey, you know, I'm an introvert, I should, you know, I, I should just keep quiet, and because that's, <laughs> that's who I am, you know, um, yeah. you know, I should be just 
be around the corner and just doing my own thing. But hey, that, those are what I call the excuses that people give as introverts, because I don't believe that you being an introvert, you, you are just um, not fit to lead. You're supposed to be at a corner being a follower. No, that's not true, because um, if you know that is your shortcoming, that is something which uh, you're not good at, that's okay, because you have your strength. So work on your strength and keep developing yourself, keep learning, because if, if you're not going to do that, you're not going to further develop yourself. Uh, what makes you think that you will elevate yourself to the next level? Because you're, you're, you're simply going to stay there, you stagnate, and nothing's going to happen. It's just like that. So really lead yourself first. I like that. And so I guess that kind of leads me sort of around about some of my other questions. And that like for you, how would you define leadership? Um, well, one sentence, leadership is about having influence over those under you. Um, it's about influence and to develop that, you need to influence yourself. It's what I call self-leadership. It's how you look after yourself and how you um, see yourself. Because the way you see yourself is how others will see you yeah. in the end. Yeah. And, and I guess we kind of forget that. We think it's how others see us is then affecting us and it's actually it's our perception of their perception of us and like I think it's something shocking like 95% of the time we're thinking about ourselves right so everything else in the world including the other person in front of you has like 5% of your attention and we think oh my gosh this person is thinking all these things about me but actually it's what you're thinking about you that they pick up on and I think it's really easy to get it the wrong way around. Yes yes fully agree because um how you lead your life is how you are going to lead others uh, in, in, in the future or even right now because it reflects on your character, it reflects on how you see things, your worldview and all that. It, it translates to other people. People can see it. People can, can see that energy that you have, that you radiate. So uh, it's pretty important to always be self-aware, which I think introverts are because introverts are very self-aware individuals. So being self-aware is one thing, being able to work on it and willing to, 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 to improve on yourself and to find out ways to how to better yourself. I think that is something which a lot of introverts are struggling with. Um, they, they, they lack that kind of uh, confidence at times in general to want to step up and take charge because mm how they see themselves unfortunately this is the extroverted world and society we're living in and therefore they feel kind of like left out or misunderstood and and um i i think i think it's an illusion <laughs> it's an illusion that they feel that way because um they are actually not alone because i myself i have um overcome that barrier and and that's why it, i I, I am inspired to write this book. Mm. What was the biggest thing for you to really start getting over that barrier? Because I think you can be very aware that you want to do it. You can be trying to do all the inner work, but there's still this thing that's stopping you from kind of going outside that comfort zone. Some, I think some introverts I've spoken to get very, very anxious in like bigger board meetings where everybody's shouting over each other. There's no natural pause for people to speak into, particularly if we're looking at multi 
um, multi-international teams. I know I used to work with some Spanish and Italian people and you just have to interrupt mid-sentence to get in there. Whereas, you know, sort of some of the Slavic languages and other things really need a big pause after a sentence to know you're finished. And it's how do you start reading in that moment when it's distinctly uncomfortable for you? Um, wow. It's, uh, you're talking about cross-cultural communication here, right? <laughs> yes. It's, um, it's, it's, there's no, there's no hard and fast rule as to, as to how we're going to communicate. Uh, because at first, uh, if you get to know the people, the, the, the person uh, next to you or whom you're talking to, uh, for the very first time, uh, you, you do not expect that the conversation will be very smooth. Uh, of course, uh, me struggling with um, with starting a conversation and um, you know maintaining the conversation that is that is something which is I, I believe what every introvert struggle with. Um, but then I. Uh, I overcome this because of what I chose to do myself. I chose to step out of my comfort zone back then. Uh, five years ago, I, I went to a seminar. I got transformed and inspired to uh, step up and take some chances to work with trainers and coaches to, uh, to co-coach uh, people. And that's where I get my experience and that's where I discovered that, you know, whether you're extrovert or introvert, it doesn't matter. It matters on how you want to go out there and transform your own life and to take that immediate action to just do something, just do something to your life and, and, and make things happen. Yeah, because it's a, it's a pretty like snappy decision. I mean, that's for me, I'm speaking for myself. And that's the thing that I chose to do. And from there, I, I got enlightened. So, so you had a lot of support and you had some mentors, you had some coaching yourself, sounds like. And so you had a community helping you get there. Yeah. And, and, and it's all started with this uh, decision and say, let's do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's do it. I'm just going to do it no matter what. Just go and network. And I know I'm an introvert and I am not good in networking, but that's a thought. You see, that's an illusion that keeps haunting you in your mind. So what I do, what I did was I, I went to a networking event and I, and I went to a corner, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, at this networking event, there's always this uh, tables without the chairs and you're yeah. just gonna be standing there and just eating your stuff. So I picked one corner, I stood there and immediately I think that's a place where somebody just walked by and just put their food there and start eating and we start chatting. So that's, that's a very good um, strategy that I used in the past to strike conversation to anybody who came by, dropped by and uh, say hi. So yeah, uh, it was kind of letting them come to you. You didn't have to necessarily go out to them. Yeah. So let them come to you and let them start the conversation and then you listen. And when they find that, Hey, you're listening and, you 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 uh, you sort of understand what I'm trying to say to you, and you understand my pains. Um, of course, I with my counseling background, um, that's where my my listening uh, my my listening ear uh, yeah, comes from. Yeah, listening skills. <laughs> yeah. 
it's always useful to have I think anybody in the world whether they're going to go into coaching and counseling or not they should do some active listening training because it's so so powerful definitely yeah so that was how I figured all these things out myself and um, and what what really got me inspired to write this book is also because a lot of my friends who are introverts they they unfortunately they get they got bullied at work and um, um, they got bullied not just by their bosses but even by their subordinates and and it's 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 like they don't get promoted after that because uh, nobody likes them or because they are not effective enough not charismatic enough so they they stay stagnant and they they don't get promoted they do not have enough to feed their family and then they feel like crap they lose their confidence so that that's kind of sad because uh, I I want to help them but it seems that um, there has to be a way to to make life easier for them so that's why I decided to um, create a system a system to um, uh, help introverts a system in um, following a structure in my book, the seven day structure to, uh, to be able to better themselves and see themselves effective in the long run. Yeah. So it's like seven days you can work through and then lots of other supporting articles and exercises you can do, right? Yep, definitely. (laughs) So it's a good place to start. I really like that. And then they can join your community as well for the additional support. So I guess that kind of leads me sort of almost to the end of like, if you could make everyone in the world listen with the experience you've had with coaching and counseling, obviously you very much about how humans tick, what they think about. I can really hear that in the way you're speaking. Um, But if you could make everyone introverts and extroverts listen in the world, what would you impart to them? (laughs) Uh, Well, you see, if, if everyone in the world truly listens, then there will be world peace. <laughs> there won't be any more issue pertaining to leadership. Uh, things would be much, much more peaceful because leadership is not about being the loudest person or the smartest in the room. Um, when you listen more, then you speak, you understand people better. And I believe that that is what makes you truly attractive. I'm serious because if you've not tried it, go do it. You know, the, 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 there's magic in it. <laughs> So it, that's where charisma develops. And if, so, you know, if I could make everyone in the world truly listen, I would say that, well, I would say three things. Listen more, stay curious, and seek to understand than to be understood. Mm. Yeah. So I always like that um, an anagram of listen is silent. hmm and I think so often we listen to reply rather than to truly understand. Because a lot of us wants to be understood, but nobody wants to understand other people better. And they are always snatching the limelight. They're always out there and say, you know, I give me this limelight. I want to be noticed. Uh, but then um, what about other people? They would also want to do the same. So it's all give and take. It's all about compromises. And uh, being a leader, you need to be humble. And humility is really important, um, especially in leadership. That's, that's one crucial 
attributes, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So if there was like something you could kind of sum up on your view of um, introverted leadership and leadership in general, what would you kind of put in one last powerful sentence? Because there's so many nuggets in there, like being authentic, work on yourself, just start. I literally, I love that because I have um, (laughs) done is better than perfect (laughs) everywhere in my house because I procrastinate like there's no tomorrow. And so, you know, just do it like that. Just do it. Um, But there's so many good nuggets in there. Like, what would you say is your sort of like main message, main take home other than listen, really, really listen to someone? (laughs) Well, there are so many nuggets uh, inside the book. Of (laughs) course, uh, that's that those are not those are not uh, the only ones that you can go to. In fact, uh, it's not limited to that. Uh, I believe that um, what's most important thing is you do not have to know everything. You do not have to know everything. Uh, Those are golden nuggets, but you do not need to know everything at the end of the day because if you are doing something and you do not know, just ask, just, just, just seek help. And that the problem with a lot of people is they don't like to seek help and introverts, they think they can do everything by themselves, uh, uh, you know, in, in their own room. And so they try figuring things out themselves and at the end of the day, uh, they're going to suffer. And it, this is what makes suffering prolonged and, uh, just own up and say, you know, I need some help. And would you help me with this uh, task? Because it's something I'm new at and I I do not know how to do it. So could you please help me? I I think this is is something which which creates a lot of trust because vulnerability, being able to be vulnerable and open up to people and saying that, hey, this is my flaw, but could you help me with this? I mean, this opened up people. I mean, this opened people up to, to say, okay, why not? Why don't I just help you? And uh, we'll just, we'll just, uh, you know, <laughs> carry on with life because I'm uh, just, just going to stuck there and uh, you know, just going to be stuck there and not, not doing anything, doing it all by yourself. It's going to be a pain, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it helps you. I sometimes wonder if it helps the other person as well because they're not now got this like totally perfect human being in front of them that trying to aspire to be they don't know how to compare to and so they go oh right you are human okay cool yeah no I can help you with that and now I can show you some of my flaws as well and like I think that really helps a connect and trust and build that rapport and b especially if you've got a team if you can't admit your mistakes how are they going to and that means it's going to come out way too late for you to resolve it. So I like that one. I like the vulnerability. I think remembering that helping, asking for help helps more than you. Because um, we so often see it as selfish. I don't, I don't think it is personally. So yeah, thank you so much. It's so powerful. There's so many things in there. Um, I think my main take home from it is, you know, just go do it. Play to your strengths and stop focusing on your weaknesses and accept who you are so you can lead. Um, I think there's so many things in there. I'm going to go read your book. I'm, I'm like a extroverted introvert, if that makes sense. So I like <laughs> my own space and time. I get over people sometimes, but I also need people. So um, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we sort of like log off and say thank you to the world? 
Well, thank you very much uh, for your time um, and, you know, interviewing me and all, uh, and your interest in my book. I think most importantly, uh, extroverts and introverts, whether you are that, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, the best thing is do not label yourself as such because you are a human being. And I think most importantly, you need to be develop the trust and uh, is to become vulnerable and being able to open up to others so that people can open up to you. That is the most important thing. And that's all. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Thank you so Thanks. much. Um, we'll add the link to your book below and we'll also try and add in the podcast as well and a facebook group if you're happy to send those to me so people can go check that out too i really want to thank you for your time um and yeah it's been so powerful today so thank you so much that was thomas frederick lynn from singapore author of the introverted leader i hope we all manage to listen better to the people around us today and make the world a better place through it remember not to label yourself you are human first and foremost, and you have strengths that you can use in your leadership today.